politics without the soap opera with unfiltered constitutional conservative truth. The Conservative Review with Daniel Horowitz. And welcome back, fellow American patriots and Miniman yearning to breathe free again to fight for liberty here at CR Podcast. Blaze Media, your host, Daniel Horowitz, back in the house today. It is Wednesday, October 27th. And when you look at the contours of this fight for liberty, what's fascinating is how the pace of the tyranny is so much more truncated, more compacted, more profound than it was in the lead-up to the Revolutionary War. And yet the reaction is so much slower. The tyranny is quicker, the reaction is slower. Yesterday we had the, um, really the, the trial of Malok, the committee of needless needles, shoving needless needles into our children. It's literally like Malok. Like in the Bible, sacrificing your children to make you feel better. And I'm like, there's no way this could be happening. There's no way this could be happening to us. This is like literally rape. They're raping our children. They're, they're, it, it, they're holding us down. And the more illogical and immoral it is based on their own data, it doesn't even work. It doesn't even work. Waterford, the county in Ireland with the highest vaccination rate, 99.7% of adults. It has the highest rate of spread of anywhere in Ireland. The second highest vaccinated place has the second highest rate. It spreads it more. It's unbelievable. How many more examples do we need? Oh, it's the 0.3% spreading it. And yet it goes on and on. And we have to struggle to even get a handful of red states to even get into session just to oppose the forcing of the poison on us. And none of them are inveighing against the premise of even making this available and using state funding to promote it. We all thought they crossed the line, 5 to 11-year-olds, by their own admission. But this has become a religion. It has become a religion, an idolatry. And I'm going to explain to you in a minute how it's become that way. Today's about heroes and zeros. This has brought out the worst in humanity, the maloke, the idolatry, the biblical Canaanite level savagery. And it's also brought out the best in people. And, and some of the heroes are our friends at Seven Cells Telehealth, Compounding pharmacy that's offering 20% off ivermectin and in a couple days, by the end of the week, hopefully nitazoxanide as well to our listeners. Uh, coming up later today, we're going to have Tim from Seven Cells Pharmacy on to answer your questions, talk about their operation. Um, look, you know, they, they, they're solving a, the following problem. Doctors will not prescribe, pharmacists will not fill ivermectin. So... This is the problem. You, insurance will not cover it. So the notion that you can just get cheap, you know, your PCP calls it in, $10 copay to him, $10 copay to the pharmacy, you're done. That's over with. Right now, people can't even get it because it's like a black market prices. Here they have the only integrated platform where it's a compounding pharmacy where they compound it to your weight. So if you're... 200 pounds, you're going to get a 20 milligram pill from them when you put in your weight um, at 7cells.com. That's seven, the, the spelled out S E V E N C E L L S, as in white blood cells, 7cells.com. And it's it starts off at about $10 a pill, but with the promo code Daniel, it's $8 a pill. I want to give you a sense of what that means. For someone who's a 190-pound male, you'll get an 18-milligram pill. 10-day course of ivermectin, let's say you want 10 days for yourself, that's 80 bucks plus a $25 consultation fee. If you would walk in with a good RX to Walgreens, which you can't do, but even in the past, before the black market price, I'm looking at, in my area, my Walgreens, right here, if I type in good RX, if you wanted to get 180 milligrams, because keep in mind, you're getting the three milligram pills, not the 18, and that's not going to get you very far. You'll need three boxes in order to get the equivalent of what you're getting from seven cells. That would be at my Walgreens here, 90 bucks. 
Here you're getting it 80. Now, remember, you need a prescription. Where do you get the prescription from? You got to pay someone, right? So that's the point. Now, if you have someone that it works better for you, that's fine. That's fine. But for thousands of people, I have no way of getting a free prescription. And most of the free websites, myfreedoctor.com, they're slammed. This is a sure thing. You put it in. It's a, it took me five minutes. It's a minimal amount of questions they ask. Um, because again, this has to be done legally. And they'll, they'll sell nitazoxanide again. Um, that is an adjunct that will give you a super bomb against this virus. Again, that's sevencells.com, S-E-V-E-N-C-E-L-L-S.com, promo code Daniel. And just before we go on, and, and we're, we're going to have Tim on, I, I just want to tell you, most of you have been terrific about this. Some of you have had, you know, minor, you know, issues and uh, mainly just because some people, I don't mean to be mean, don't know how to use the internet. Um, I'm pretty bad for my age with technology, but this thing, yes, you have to upload your driver's license. It's a legitimate prescription they're giving you. They're required by law. They can't, they'll be shut down. They got to follow the laws. Okay, even though others don't have to follow it, they do. There's nothing we can do about that. There's nothing we can do about it. Okay, it's that simple. Um, it, it You take a picture on your phone, they walk you through it, and it literally goes straight to your desktop. You don't even have to email the picture and then upload it. It's It's as simple as they can make it. The questions are, are you pregnant? Are you a heavy drinker? Do you have what conditions do you have? They're the most ba- what's your weight, obviously. They're the most basic questions that they can get away with by doing this as quickly as possible. Right? You have to understand that. You can't compare this to India, which takes five weeks to get in some places. Sometimes it's being held up by customs. You don't know the purity. You don't know if it's a scam. But you know what? If that works for you, go do it. Go do it. One thing you might want to do is have this on hand. You'll get this two, three days done in your house. Don't bulk up. Maybe you get 10 pills for yourself, 10 for your wife, whatever. And then if you want to prophylax cheaper, you go to India. So that way, if you get it, you're not going to be, oh, darn, I got it. it didn't come yet. Now I'm screwed. I don't have it. You have it. You use what you have from seven cells. If not, then now you have enough to prophylax twice a week. Um, you know, 0.2 mgs per kg is the recommendation from the FLCC. Look, you could do that. But if you're going to compare in America to paying for a prescription in one of these telehealth sites that I've been sending you to, and God bless them, they got to make money too, and a compounder compounded to your weight, and you can get it that quickly, and it's that seamlessly, because a lot of these doctors, they have to run around and find you a pharmacy. Here, the pharmacy's right there. It's the same thing. You show me where you can do better, and I'll promote that. I don't make money from this, okay? And their margins are very slim. It shouldn't be like this. We shouldn't have to do it. It should be covered like the clot shots are covered, but it's not. Like, what do you want from me? It's a shame we have to be paying for this this much, but I I feel like this is the best we can do. Um, Again, you could have individuals that have a doctor that gives it to them for free, and they find some place they can get it. I mean, it's not, again, for this weight, for 18 milligrams, 20 milligrams, 16 milligrams, if you get it for cheaper, it's not going to be much cheaper, and it's only because you were able to get a free consultation. I can't get that for 10,000 people and then 10,000 of their friends. This is a way of getting it on people's shelves at least a minimal amount to cover one course with FLCC's protocol on one. So that is with that, so we'll have Tim on a little later. Now, I want to play a clip from you from yesterday. We knew they would approve the clot shots. It was never an outcome, 17 to 0. I want to play you a clip from Dr. Cody Meisner. Okay, this is one of the doctors on the panel. And he very succinctly raises all the concerns about giving it to kids. Take a listen. In the children. On the other hand, I think we saw that 68 approximately 68% of the children who are hospitalized with COVID-19 
um, have underlying comorbidities. So that means about 32% do not. And then if we were to take 40% of that group that may have immunity already, we're getting down to a very small percent of otherwise healthy 6 to 11-year-old children who might derive some benefit. And we simply don't know what the side effects are going to be. We don't, for example, it's not even clear that this vaccine will reduce rates of transmission. We're hoping that's the case, but we don't know. This vaccine is probably not going to prevent infection. It's going to prevent severe disease. So my worry is that I think I, my, my thought is that this vaccine should be available for those parents who are very eager to get it, their child, and because their child has a, a comorbidity or they're, they're, they're concerned themselves. But to give, I'm just worried that if we say yes, that the states are going to mandate administration of this vaccine to children in order to go to school, and I do not agree with that. I think that would be an error at this time until we get more information. So right there, you hear him, Dr. Miser, and he says it very straight. He's like, wait a minute. Half of them already had the virus. Even the rare deaths are known, very known kids with serious side effects, serious uh, conditions. I would add even half of those are incidental deaths, according to most studies. So make it available to them, but you can't shove it on everyone else when you know it's going to become mandated. The, and then Dr. Meisner votes for it. He voted for it, which demonstrates what we're saying. It has nothing to do with a degree of, oh, you know, this amount of data, this amount of science. There's nothing you can do to convince them. You need to convene the legislatures and nullify this and block it. You're not going to convince the other side. It's idolatry. Take a listen, and I'm sure a lot of you have seen this by now, this Dr. Rubin, right here, Dr. Rubin, where he basically echoes Nancy Pelosi with Obamacare. You have to pass it to find out what's in it. Take a listen. And I think what sways me here is that it's a very sort of personal choice. If I had a child who had who was a transplant recipient, I would really want to be able to use a vaccine like this. And there are certainly kids who probably should be vaccinated. The question of how broadly to use it, though, I think is a substantial one. Um, and I know it's not our question, but I, 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 and I know we're kind of punting that uh, to uh, ACIP. Um, but I, I, I do think that it's a relatively close call. And as Dr. Levy just said, as Dr. Gann said, it, it really is going to be a question of what the prevailing conditions are. But we're never going to learn about how safe the vaccine is unless we start giving it. Yeah, that's just the way it goes. That's how we found out about rare complications of other vaccines, like the rotavirus vaccine. And I, I do think that we are going to, I, I do think we should vote to approve it. Folks, you tell me how you're going to push back against that. Yeah, the only way to experiment is by experimenting. That's what we're up against. You know, um, one of the greatest Jewish Scholars, biblical scholars from the 12th century is Maimonides. He was a physician, high-ranking guy in Spain. And, um, you know, really a lot of his literature is the foundation for a lot of the Jewish practice to this very day. Ironically, there's hospitals named after him that don't exactly practice the Hippocratic Oath like he did. And they're part of this remdesivir killing people in the hospitals. But in, his, one, in one of his scholarly works, A Guide to the Perplexed, he talks about Malok, just understanding what Malok was. And you know, there's different opinions what it was. Did they actually put the babies in the fire? Did they kill them? Did they singe them? Did they just psychologically scare them and pass them through it? Um, and he seems to be saying that maybe they singed them a little bit or scared them with it but didn't kill them. 
Originators of baseless idol worship scheme plan and tell others that a certain plague will befall those who will not perform specific acts. People are naturally most in fear and dread of the loss of their property and children. The worshipers of fire spread the tale that if any one did not pass his son and daughter through the fire, he will lose his children by death. On account of this absurd menace, everyone at once obeyed out of pity and sympathy for the child, especially as it was a trifling and light thing that was demanded by perhaps burning but not killing the child by passing it over the fire. Guide to the Perplexed, 337. Um, so that is uh, you know, kind of the, the Jewish outlook on Malok when you read about it in, in parts of Leviticus and Deuteronomy. That's, that's what it is. And, and again, you know, it's hard. You, you read the Bible and it's like, what, what's going on then? What we have nowadays is worse. They see it doesn't work. It's all pain and no gain. And they're like, you're going to get the pain if you don't do it. I, I mean, the more it doesn't work and the more it kills people and the more we have excess deaths everywhere, the more they do it. Truly unbelievable. Now, our next segment is sponsored by our friends, We the People Holsters. Look, <laughs> the practically the only right you, we have left in the country is the Second Amendment. We have more guns than ever and less liberty than ever, but you may as well protect yourself while you have it. Um, too many people forget about getting a proper holster and a proper uh, tactical gun belt. Uh, the reality is it's got to sit securely in the right position. Those of you who are coming on our front sight trip uh, to learn defensive handgun training, you're going to see that uh, the five point draw begins with it properly sitting in a holster um, we the people holsters have the best american-made holsters for the price point starting at just 40 bucks it, it will fit pretty much any five um they have models for every firearm out on the market um check out we the people holsters.com slash cr get yourself some cool uh gear printed hoodies patriotic uh messages on them as well as on the holsters as well you can get the guest and flag ones like i have Every holster and gun belt come with a lifetime guarantee. If it's not a perfect fit, send it back for a full refund. Get at wethepeopleholsters.com slash CR. Get an additional $10 off. Offer code CR, wethepeopleholsters.com slash CR. Okay. So, um, you know, when we're talking about this idolatry, this utter insane idolatry, okay, you look all around and we're seeing now excess deaths everywhere you turn. Everywhere you turn. I don't know. I don't know how to get the message out to more people. It's in Europe. It's in Germany, UK, America. This is from the UK Daily Telegraph. Death rates for younger people worsen since COVID vaccine rollout. Okay. And we're seeing this everywhere. Since the start of the COVID crisis, there has been a clear distinction between the impact of coronavirus on older people and younger people. Older, more vulnerable people have borne the brunt of the deaths, while younger, healthier age groups have barely registered in the statistics. However, the vaccination program has led to a curious new pattern emerging. And basically, they notice that beginning with 2021, there is... Um, they quote recent data from the Institute and Faculty of Actuaries that basically the death rates for the over 65s are back to normal with 2021 mortality close to the average of 10 years. But in contrast, mortality rates are rising for people under that. Now, look, I will admit that they created a bioweapon that the vaccine, see, these are vaccine deaths too. COVID deaths are now vaccine deaths because it made a more virulent strain. But the numbers still don't fully cover that. Even if you add in all the COVID deaths, it doesn't account for that. It doesn't account for that. So what's the answer? Do even more. Remember how I told you we're going to follow Israel one month or two months behind them? Yahoo News, CDC says some immunocompromised people can get a fourth COVID shot. People over 18 who are moderately to severely immunocompromised, over 18, should could get every six months. Pfizer, Moderna, doesn't matter. Mix and match. 
And it's like you would think that would be a parody, but they're serious about it. The more they do it, the more it makes the virus worse, the more it wipes away their natural immunity, and the more they get clots from it. You know, the, the, it's, it's amazing. Sometimes they, you have random acts of journalism, as Rush Limbaugh used to say, but they don't exactly know what they're saying. They don't mean to say what they're saying, but they are. NPR had an article out yesterday. ERs are now swamped with seriously, seriously ill patients, but most don't have COVID. This is this is an NPR article. Um, even in parts of the country where COVID isn't overwhelming the health system, patients are showing up to the ER sicker than they were before the pandemic. Their disease is more advanced and in need of more complicated care. Now, right off the bat, some of you might say, oh, that sounds like lockdowns. And that was definitely true last year, but lockdowns have been over for a while, and, and there, there might be some people doing personal lockdowns, and I'm sure there's some of that with delayed care, with especially some of these elderly people still locked away in their home despite getting three shots because they know it doesn't work. And they're not given all of the things that work. And by the way, I'm going to try to come out with an article later this week on all the latest news on vitamin D, on aspirin, on Pepsid, on hydrogen peroxide spray and or betadine spray, and some of the natural things like curcumin, turmeric, and artemisinin where there's last couple of weeks, all this th- all this stuff has had great data come out on it. And everything I just mentioned to you is over the counter. That's even over the counter. You don't have to pay a few hundred dollars to get you know prescription for ivermectin and get it filled. Just that stuff alone really diminishes your chance of severe illness. So they're terrified. But folks, it's not just those people with lockdowns. Because if you read the next paragraph, months of treatment delays have exacerbated chronic conditions and worsened symptoms, but but what type of conditions? Doctors and nurses say the severity of illnesses range widely and include abdominal pain, respiratory problems, blood clots, heart conditions, and suicide attempts. Well, the suicide is they're making everyone insane. They've literally changed people's minds. That's the whole lockdown, but not just the lockdown, but just the lying and the scaring and fear and hopelessness and blocking the truth about the proper way to get people prepared for this. But blood clots and heart conditions. Well, why would everyone start to have blood clots? I understand if you say you're catching cancer a little later. We're certainly seeing that with the lockdowns. But what would that have to do with blood clots? Why do blood clots keep showing up? You know, I'm going to tell you, I, I, I think I could tell you this. I don't think he minds. I was texting back and forth with um, Dr. Ryan Cole last night. And Ryan, you know, I told him that I got an email from someone that feels he has ED, you know, like sexual issues um, at, right after getting the shot. And he can't, you know, kind of like we're talking about with female fertility issues. Well, who's to say it doesn't harm male issues as well? It's just that with females, because they have a you know monthly cycle, so it, the 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 safety signals are gonna you know send off an alarm, set off an alarm much quicker. But who's to say it's not causing problems for males either? And I and I I text him. I said, Hey, are you hearing anything about this? And he's like, Yes, absolutely. Um, we've seen this before. And he said it's the micro clotting causes ED. Have the patient get a D-dimer checked, and I bet it is elevated, hence his part is not, okay? Um, this is from, from Ryan, and basically what he was saying is that, I, I don't understand the pathophysiology of this, because uh, I didn't get into it with him, but he's saying that's the microclotting. This is the 800-pound gorilla in the room. There's a lot of people that get the blood clots right away. But then you have people coming a couple months later, and some people, maybe they haven't yet felt it, but they'll feel it years down the road. There is a concern that as prevalent as the major clotting is, but it's still not, it's not like 30, 50% of people, but it's, I mean, eons beyond what we tolerate for putting something to, to, to the market, putting it on the market, much less mandating it. But the microclotting might be a massive percentage, if not a majority of these people getting the shot. And he's very certain that the microclotting causes ED. He spoke with a GI pathologist 
Ryan himself is more of a dermatological, uh, you know, dealing with the skin pathology, but he knows all pathology. But he spoke with a GI pathologist in Dallas that told him that he's seen a lot of microclotting in his biopsies. He sees it right there. And he's seeing an increase of lymphocytic colitis. And Ryan himself tells me he's seeing microclotting in skin biopsies. And another thing he mentioned, by the way, was that when when they're in, in South Africa, some of the doctors he's in touch with, and I think I know some of the ones he's talking about, they found elevated D-dimers, and they found that the typical anti-clotting drugs are not working. Like, it's just bizarre. It's like a bioweapon. But nonetheless, he said, ivermectin, they gave them one milligram per kg in this kind of trial they were doing in South Africa, you know, the highest dose recommended for people in trouble with the virus by the FLCC is 0.6 migs, and they're going nuts, you know, oh, it's too much, the dose is too much. They did they did, they did a full milligram there, and it, um, the patient reperfu- reperfused over an hour, um, and it, it, it did clear it up with ivermectin. So again, ivermectin is very good for those who have to get the shot, who feel they you know need it for their job, it is very good to take for you know a few weeks afterwards. And and you know you could look up. There's different protocols for that. Do your own research on that. I'm not recommending anything. I'm not so familiar with that, but it definitely does work. And he claims that would be ivermectin displacing spike off the CD147 receptor as an anticoagulant effect. So ivermectin has a bunch of anti-inflammatory, antiviral effects. It actually does have one anticoagulant effect too. It truly is a wonder drug for this virus. It covers all three aspects of it. So, but that that's the point. We're seeing all of this. They admit we have the worst excess deaths after the shot. And now, you know, Gert Vandenbosch said you're gonna keep creating viral immune escape of these strong. Um, the, the, the strong uh, variants. And lo and behold, we now have that in England, and I bet you this is going to become ubiquitous within a month. This new Delta variant, why weren't we having this problem before? Well, the microbiology makes perfect sense. And now we're seeing it, and, and, and still, this is published in Nature, Cellular and molecular immunology. If you want to Google Nature magazine, the spike protein of SARS-CoV-2 variant A30, variant A30, that's what they're calling it, is heavily mutated and evades vaccine-induced antibodies with high efficiency. Okay? So, they basically investigated host cell entry and antibody-mediated neutralization of the variant A30. Um in patients in Angola, Sweden, and and different places. They think it originated in Tanzania, whatever. Um, and basically, they're worried that this is now a variant of concern. This is not okay. So they're admitting... It doesn't. They're they're, they're they're pumping people with blood clots, with life altering things. We've killed even in VARES, which is way underreported. Seventeen thousand. Steve Kirsch believes is probably as high as three hundred thousand deaths in, in just in the U.S. alone. Forget about globally. And for what? It's not working. Name me a person you know in your life that went to get three shots as quickly as they can, that is not still scared of the virus. Those very people are still scared of it. So they're admitting they don't have confidence in it. And yet to this day, they would rather lead it to hell than follow to heaven and push any form, any form of of, of solid prophylaxis. You know, I don't know how a bunch of us must have missed this. I don't think I remember reporting on this, but this came out from Israel a few months ago in an Israeli hospital in the Galilee. They did a study with a few hundred patients there. And... um. They found that it, it, it's truly unbelievable. They tested their D levels coming into the hospital. 
And you know what they found? You are 14 times more likely to die. Not 14%. 14-fold. 14-fold. If you had a vitamin D level under 20. But a lot of people, unfortunately, do have D levels under 20. Okay, even if you have 30, you're much better off. And 30, you know, you should really get it over 50. But under 20. Okay? I mean, even ivermectin, because the black market is getting more expensive. Vitamin D is as cheap as anything. Cheap as anything. They won't push it. They can make available active form vitamin D, which will work quicker. We've talked about that before. It would be very valuable for nursing home patients. But this is crazy. This is unbelievable. 25.6% of those who are under 20 NGs per milliliter in their blood, a quarter of them died. Just 3.5% over 20. And mind you, 20 is a low number. So I, I I don't have the data in front of me. They might have been more specific. I don't have the study in front of me. But I'll I'll bet you anything, almost all of those 3.5% were close to 20. They were probably between 20 and 30. How many died with a level over 50? How many even made it to the hospital, had to go to the hospital? Because remember, they didn't study that. They had no way of studying that. They didn't do a population survey. The, the, the starting point was people that were sick enough to come to the hospital, tested their D, and then followed their endpoint. Did they wind up dying or not? That was, you know, mortality was the endpoint. Hospitalization was the starting point. Okay? This is unbelievable. We have had 19 months to get our levels up to this day, not a single one of these clowns will promote vitamin D. And again, it's not because they don't know about it. It's precisely because it works. They're trying to kill us. You cannot escape that conclusion. It's not malfeasance. It's not being stupid. It's not even cronyism. It is unbelievable how many of you have emailed me and told me you got your levels up 30, 40 basis points by following the guidance of the doctors we had on the on the show. Again, my recommendation for most people, unless your levels are already high, so then maybe coast at more 2 3000, but if you think you're, you know, they need to be bulked up for a period, take 5000 IUs, um, but get the type with K2. Okay? Um, it's better with K2 is has amazing uh, qualities, but it synergizes the D. If there's any excess D, it puts it back in the bones, um, the calcium in the bones, so you don't have any calcification issues. Um, especially if you're going to binge it, make sure you have the K2. So what I, I have, and again, I'm not, you know, I'm not in with the product here. This is just what I have. It could be there's others. Blue Bonnet is uh, one of the ones they make. It's like a purple packaging. It's kind of purple looking. It has... 5,000 IUs of D3 and 100 micrograms of K2, which is what Ryan Cole recommended to me. So do your own research. But this was an Israeli study a couple months ago. Isn't that crazy? You could plot it on a line. The two things that are so cheap and easy to do would be if they would do a massive study plotting, and there's been smaller studies, but massive study plotting your D level when the virus hit you and your outcome Across the board, you know, moderate, mild, severe hospitalization, ventilator, death, whatever. And then D-dimer tests to measure the clotting levels of people in the ensuing weeks after getting the clot shots. Again, heroes and zeros. Things that work and things that don't work. So the same way there's heroes and zeros when it comes to medications and therapies, the zeros being remdesivir, the heroes being things like vitamin D, ivermectin, we have that with the people as well. We have the people that are doing everything they can to block, obfuscate, 
Um, just picture a pharmacist. We talked a lot about doctors not willing to treat, but picture a pharmacist where you have someone who has a legitimate prescription in their hand. You know they have COVID. You know the timeline. You know how quickly they could fall off the cliff. And you look them in the eye and you refuse to fill the prescription. But then there are heroes, people like Timothy Chung, our next guest. He's the chief medical officer of Seven Cells, who worked and said, hey, look, how could I use my operation to actually get people life-saving treatment in their hands as quickly as possible, not just to certainly fill it, but to actually proactively solve the doctor problem. So rather than you know, just doing his job as a pharmacist to solve the problem of getting a prescription and uh, filling it at a pharmacy all in one to get this life-saving medication in the hands of people as quickly as possible. So if and when they do get the virus, they have it first, first the sign of symptoms to do it in a way that is fully legal, fully transparent, um, and really at the cheapest cost possible. We're going to talk about that with him. Uh, Timothy got his doctorate in pharmacy from University of Florida in 2005, and he's been practicing uh, pharmacy ever since then. And we've had a lot of doctors on, so I figure today we'll get a perspective of a pharmacist in the middle of this pandemic. Timothy, thanks so much for joining CR Podcast today. Hi, Daniel. Thank you for having me. Well, this has certainly been a pretty interesting ride this week. A lot of people have had a lot of success um, obtaining their product through your website, uh, sevencells.com. Some people have had questions, and I figured we'd have you on to talk about the specific questions as well as just the broad nature of your line of work and the way things work. Um, start, let's start from the beginning what is Seven Cells Pharmacy? What distinguishes you from other people? What's sort of the timeline when you got into ivermectin in particular, and what do you hope to accomplish? Well, that's a lot of questions, Daniel, and hopefully I can help you answer each and every single one of them. Uh, first and foremost, I want to thank the uh, staff that was here when we first started uh, the ivermectin back in August. A special shout out to our pharmacy manager, Lauren Quinton, who uh, single-handedly uh, integrated that into our system all by herself, uh, and we had about three people trying to fill 12,000 orders. Uh, and that's a far cry from where we are today, where we have 18 people inside the pharmacy. We have about 20 people on the support crew. We have about 10 developers for the website. Uh, and so we're able to do things much smoother now, much more efficiently, uh, much like Disney handles a crowd. Um, and from my perspective, you know, Seven Cells, was a dream that was started uh, actually on a napkin and, and on a restaurant in 2019 or 2019. And uh, we uh, always thought, you know, hey, look, there's always telehealth platforms where you can see a doctor for a pretty high cost. You can see a pharmacy that may have the ability to fill some prescriptions, but not all of them. Or you have pharmacies that are specialty pharmacies that only fill specialty pharmacies. And then you have the patients stuck in the middle um, where they have to figure out how to get to each different place and, and not only that, but go through uh, the pains of insurance. So what we did was we integrated this telehealth platform, Seven Cells, so that there is available doctors uh, in a lot of specialties that are very, very good at what they do and are thought leaders. And we have a compounding lab that uh, does extremely good work. Again, uh, Lauren Quinn runs it. it. It's fantastic. She has many years of experience. Uh, and, you know, the thing is that the patient really just gets charged a very small $25 prescriber fee. And the reason why it's small is because we integrate it into the price of the, uh, for example, ivermectin capsule that we make. So at $9.97 a capsule for strengths from 8 milligrams, all the way up to 28 milligrams. And remember, this is following the uh, conservative FLCCC IMAS Plus protocols developed by Dr. Pierre Corey. Um, we are able to offer a total package that's about the same as what you would pay through insurance uh, if you were to go through insurance and if you know the re major retailers were still filling ivermectin or any other uh, prescription that you may want but uh, the politics behind it uh, somehow uh, do not allow a doctor to do what they're supposed to do. And so part of that uh, 
uh, model followed us into the pandemic. And we've always thought about patients uh, as, you know, people that we need to take care of. And this is just an extension of us doing our jobs as uh, prescribers, as pharmacists, as, as, as somebody to go to in times of need uh, and to try to help as many people as we can. Um, and we don't see pharmacists as people that are the police of the prescribers. I mean, the, the prescribers went through uh, all the schooling they need to prescribe. We can verify and that, that you know, the order is, is, is as it's written in case something is unclear, but we shouldn't change the course of action if they diagnose the patient and want to use whatever drug they wanted uh, as an off-label. So we are just trying to do our duty uh, in our practice uh, of pharmacy uh, in particular to help people out. And our prescribers are, are the same way. They, they want to make sure that they help our people, as many people as we can, um, and they follow the Hippocratic Oath that they don't want to hurt anyone. So part of the thing that you have to do is go to 7 and fill out the questionnaires, and those questionnaires help the prescribers really decide uh, if you qualify or not, and if you really don't qualify, then there probably is a legitimate reason that you don't qualify. Yeah, there's only a few questions. I mean, it really took me five minutes to fill it out. I tried it out myself before I would uh, talk to other people about it and give it over to people. And I found, um, again, they're very simple questions. If you're comparing it to India, where you can get it without a prescription, well, it's not a fair comparison. You have to follow the laws here in America where you can get it right away. You don't have to wait for customs and could take potentially a month. So in this case, it really... It really is, I feel, the bare minimum to cover the legalities and then have it as expeditious as possible. But like you mentioned, there are some things that you have to follow. There are certain rules that you have to follow. And if someone says that they're pregnant, they're they're a heavy drinker, they're, you know, they have certain conditions, you know, there might be some disagreement and some might say, Yeah, I think it's still safe even for that. But your doctors have to follow certain baselines. Um, Absolutely. We have to be careful. We have to be conservative. We, we don't want to run into a wall on purpose. Uh, and we want to try to make sure that every person is as safe as possible. Exactly. So that's why, obviously, for now, you're not doing really pregnant women or, or kids. Um, and everyone needs to understand how to, you know you kind of work through the website, understanding that. Uh, that we don't have the ability to get every last person ivermectin, regardless of their condition, with a legitimate prescription um, for free, you know, in your home. Government should have done that, but you can't fully fill the place of government, doctors, and pharmacists all declaring war on it. Uh, you know, you're doing a pretty good job, I would say, kind of filling that. The biggest question people ask is, um, and even I, I got this before I worked out the math, <laughs> And, you know, you go to the website and you kind of get a sticker shock. People are used to, you know, they're like, hey, this is cheap. It's off patent. It's generic. Um, and they look and they're like, okay, even with the promo code, Daniel, all right, it's $8 a pill. Well, okay, what's the deal with $8 a pill um, for something that is off patent? Could You know, if you guys and you know p uh, uh, claim that you want to make this as – cheap as possible, that you're almost really doing this as a public service more than even a typical for-profit pharmacy to make money, at least on this venture, well, does it really have to be that expensive? You know, I can go to India Mart and get 12 milligram pills, maybe a hundred of them for, you know, closer to one or two dollars a pill sometimes, or three dollars a pill, but not eight dollars a pill. What would you say to those people? Well, I say, you know, that's a very good point. And, you know, th there is a very good reason why it's cheaper uh, from other countries. Uh, you know, when we get our product uh, for human use, it goes through an FDA-inspected facility. Now, ma many people may say, oh, the FDA, Fauci, uh, all this stuff. But really, there is so much rigor and regulation behind it of the people that are actually there working. Uh, they make sure that the product is exactly what it is without the contaminants or the uh, bacteria or the endotoxins and making sure that the purity and potency uh, matches the quality of material. And I mean, even particle size, like how fluffy is this stuff? How, how small is this little particle? It conforms to 
their standards at the FDA. Now, when you get a product from India, you know, they can use all the way down to lab grade uh, materials and a lot of those that stuff imported and it looks good to the naked eye. But when you actually test it, there's so many impurities in there, heavy metals, uh, fungus, molds, uh, bacteria, things that can harm you more than it can help you. So, you know, getting it from a foreign country, the regulations, the all, there are no other countries uh, as strict as the FDA. And that's why it takes so much more time for drugs to get to the market in the United States. So when we bring in a product from uh, our distributors, it goes through that rigor and it takes a long time. So that adds to the cost of, you know, testing, of shipping, of everything else. And yes, everyone is right. Ivermectin was super, super cheap. I remember the days when I could get, you know, all this ivermectin for, you know, under a thousand dollars. But let me tell you, I brought in, you know, a kilogram of ivermectin now these days uh, is upwards of $25,000 just for a kilogram. So it's incredibly expensive. Um, And then you have the human cost behind it and the support system and the packaging, uh, uh, the, the pharmacists, the professionals, and we tag in, of course, the doctors. So, I mean, the average doctor visit without a copay is probably $150 to $200. If with a copay, it's anywhere from $25 to $35. So you count that in, and you, you add the cost of the pill. Uh, and if you go on GoodRx, uh, check out the pricing. We're definitely cheaper, uh, milligram per milligram. And they offer the three milligram tablet, whereas we put it all into a capsule, a pretty small capsule, size three capsule. And, you know, the, for me to buy the t- a tablet, it's around $5. Uh, for the Edenbridge uh, uh, capsule. So if they're selling it for anything close to that, how many capsules, or how many three milligrams do you, the tablets do you need in order to match, say, an 18 milligram dose? So five times six. I mean, that's, I you mean, know. you need six pills from the three milligrams, right? Right. That's- so that's $30, whereas mine's just nine ninety seven for the entire capsule. Yep. And then that's before the 20% off you're giving this audience. So that really brings it down. Oh, absolutely. So, so I think take care of your audience. what you're saying is you put it together and you're getting the guaranteed purity, which is very important, um, both in terms of safety, but also efficacy when we're really up against the bioweapon and you want to make sure you're going into that fight with this uh, uh, Wuhan uh, business uh, as strongly as you can. Um, you're getting it guaranteed within a few days. You're not going to have to go through customs. Um, so, you know, you don't know when you're going to get the virus. You can't wait four or five uh, weeks if that's your only uh, ivermectin you have on hand. Um, and then you got to put the cost of the doctor into it because the doctor's got to come. You got to, and then there's the availability, the synergy, the timing. So you put that all together. And I tell people look, if you have VIP treatment, you have a doctor you know that will prescribe for free, and you have a pharmacy you know that will give you that weight, that amount for cheaper, go ahead and do it. But what I'll tell most people is that if you're a good-sized man, I, I knock me over with a feather. I'd love to see where you're getting that from. I mean, it could be if you're a 100, 105-pound woman and you're talking about 10 milligrams, could be you could find a little bit cheaper if you get zero-cost doctor and then you don't have to get the shipping, you know, have it where you are. But that is not going to help tens of thousands of people as we're trying to do that might be a solution for you and don't pay a penny more than you need to go ahead and do that um so that is your advice uh, but so so let's say you want it to be as charitable as you can all right so no one else in america could beat you in america but all right but but let's say you want to be even more charitable tell us why you couldn't well you're a compounder so you just make it why you couldn't give us the Brazilian prices, you know, the three, four dollars for nitazoxanide um, and things like that. It doesn't just come out of nowhere, right? No, I mean, again, it goes back to the quality control standards. You know, that, that's a very uh, fun talk, topic to talk about, something that I was exposed to when I was at the University of Florida um, College of Pharmacy. And one of the professors uh, took uh, a group of students down to Mexico, and they brought product off the shelf by reputable manufacturers that had labels like paracetamol and uh, things that you would know that like Tylenol 
um, that was labeled with a certain strength. And when they actually tested it, half of that, the products that they brought back were actually either not strong enough, too strong, or was a completely different chemical. So there is a very, very real risk when you buy from other countries of, hey, I bought this, but why didn't it work? Or why did it give me this side effect that I've never seen before or read about? That's because it's probably not <laughs> what you're supposed to be getting. So the quality assurance here is that the FDA has inspected it and it's been made at FDA facility to a very extremely high standard. Then we get it in here and we have our own quality control standards that we send out to third party labs to test it before we use it. Uh, so everything here is extremely um, well geared for the best that you can get. So you're saying because of that process at a wholesale level, when you go and buy the ingredients to compound ivermectin or nitazoxide or whatever, you're paying a lot more than, you know, John oh, John's pharmacy in in Mexico. Hundred percent. You know, it's the same thing. If you buy a very bad quality car, a used car that's like 25 years old that barely runs. I can't compare that to a brand new uh, Bentley that's running uh, super smooth and, and, you know, is the envy of everybody in your neighborhood. It's just not the same. No, exactly. So, so you're saying that's, that's the thing with the cost. Now, I want to go over in our remaining few minutes the supply chain. Is there a concern? A lot of people have been asking me, um, okay, so the pharmacies are putting an embargo on it, very immoral shotgun really illegal in most states for them to practice medicine um so you go to a compounder and and there are other compounders doing this um but i haven't seen the integrated uh process that you're offering with this promo code with this quality um this speed but okay but is there a way they're going to put the screws even on compounders could they choke off the supply of the ingredients well, absolutely. They, they can choke off anything they want. And for people that understand the supply chain, uh, I mean, we've all experienced it during the pandemic. I mean, come on, how did toilet paper get to be something that was rare? I mean, everybody uses toilet paper. How did computer chips for cars become rare? And why are cars twice the price that they were before because of computer chips? This is insane to me. But yeah, at the same time, you know, I'm almost giving wholesale pricing to every single person that's out there, and especially with a discount code. We're, our profit margins are very slim, but that's okay because we want to help people, and that's our main goal. Exactly. And, and, and again, just, just to point out to our audience, you can't compare this to, oh, um, I could get amoxicillin with, well, this should be like amoxicillin. I go to my doctor, he charges me 20 bucks. I go to the pharmacy and it's either fully covered or 10 bucks. Boom, I'm out of there with $30 um, or sometimes $10 or sometimes zero, <laughs> whatever it is. But that's the insurance system and you're paying for that in other ways and that's a whole longer discussion. I mean, what is that, 1200 bucks a month for insurance? But, 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 that ship has, but that ship has sailed. Anyway, there is no ability. I, I haven't heard of anyone having that success you have to go with cash pricing unfortunately in a market the way it is so and then together with the doctor compounds right exactly together with, with the doctor the purity the speed um so you guys are confident you could keep up with the with the volume absolutely we can keep up with the volume uh you know steve dace uh tried to crash my website yesterday he almost did uh, he might have crashed it for three seconds but we were able to uh handle it um and uh, thank you to steve um, but to the listeners out there, I want to emphasize that this is something that we're trying to do for the masses. We're trying to really integrate the system uh, for efficiency. And yes, can your doctor e-scribe into us because we have the product? The answer is you can, but that's not what we were geared for. What we were geared yes. for is a very, very smooth system. Uh, and you have to go through our telehealth platform in order for that smooth system to happen. Otherwise, everything is manual, and when you put a, another human-based uh, uh, manual system on it, we have to call you, we have to get a hold of you, we have to do all the stuff to just put a, a cog in this entire process. Um, so the best way to get it is through 7cells.com. That's spelled out yes. S-E-V-N-C-E-L-L-S.com. 
Yes, that, that's the thing. If you have a situation where you, are, you yourself are a doctor, so you don't have the prescribing problem, you just have the filling problem, and something else works for you, fine. Um, but that's the thing. For Most people do have that problem. Most people can't get a free doctor. Um, and, and if they do, the doctor right off the bat is going to be $150 because it's not going to be your PCP taking insurance. It's going to be someone giving you cash prices. And, and again, and, and, and someone else might... You know, you you might want a guy that, let's say, is going to walk you through this and prescribe other stuff for you, and you could, uh, you know, be in touch. Doctor Molly James does a great job of that. She does charge, um, but uh, you know, you go to ivermectincan.com is her website. So those of you who feel you're more at risk and you want someone to hold your hand more, um, and and prescribe more stuff, be with you. You could call them. That's for that. Um, but this is not set up for that. This is set up for people that are like, look, I think we all agree ivermectin really should be over the counter. Um, I'm just speaking for myself, and I know Dr. Corey agrees with me, but it's not. I mean, what what are we supposed to do? And this is the minimum amount to, you know, cover uh the legalities on, you know, obviously they're, you know, he's taking a big risk here. Um, Timothy, I just wanna, you know, in, in just the remaining time. Talk about what what do you feel is motivating some of these pharmacists? You've been a pharmacist for about 15 years or so. How could you relate to this notion of suddenly, I don't like the doctor's prescription. I'm not going to fill it. Someone from Louisiana actually sent me, Louisiana Blue Cross, um, put out a letter to its employees that this is going to, ivermectin is a new drug that's, going to be be required for a pre-authorization letter um when have we ever seen this off label you know such problems never the answer is never ever has a doctor been limited to prescribe a product off label uh and never uh, have i seen it in my time of practice uh you know the the problem is that the big major Organizations like the American Medical Association, the uh, American Pharmaceutical Association, then the big retail companies just don't want to piss off, uh, you know, any of the manufacturers or uh, whoever their wholesaler is that gives them the back end benefits. So really, you know, I feel for the guys that are on the front lines that have to uh, toe the company line, and they, they're the ones that you see on Twitter getting yelled at, and, and we're making fun of those guys when they're really just trying to save their own jobs because they have families. So, you know, I I don't think that most pharmacists are bad people. They just are very worried for their own uh, ability to provide and have income. No, that, that, that definitely makes sense. I mean, I think, and, and it's just a trickle down. It's the heroes and zeros, and those that are willing to take the risk, like your operation is. Um, what other things could people expect from Seven Cells in the coming days? Well, it's going to be very interesting. Like uh, last night, we rolled out uh, a lot of our products. We're in the middle of a migration from a, another backend platform to the one we're on now. Uh, there was a lot of politics involved, but you know, we're now on a, another secure, stable platform. We're running. We're, running through things. We even have Dr. Cyclin on the site. We have uh, seven cells, uh, seven minutes for erectile dysfunction. It's a special powder that works uh, within seven minutes, and it's fantastic. It's super fast. It's awesome. We have screen cream. We have pain creams that I personally developed uh, back in 2010 um, in my other practice, and uh, we had probably 100,000 people on it, about a 90% effective rate for pain control, uh, when people use uh, this stuff properly. And not only that, we also are working on a new line uh, for the generic of Alinea, and those of you that know, that's called metazoxamide. Um, yep. And it's a compounded 485 milligram capsule uh, that has, uh, in studies, have clinical uh, synergistic effects with ivermectin uh, for the antiviral properties. And we're really excited about that too. Yeah, so that that that's going to be coming within the next few days. You could sign up to be on the waiting list um, when it comes online. And again, you know, on GoodRx, some places over a thousand bucks. But good luck getting a doctor to prescribe and finding a place to fill it. So it is going to be money. Um, but for those of you who do want the potential for um, the most weapons to throw out the virus, that will be literally the only place easily available um, at all. 
Uh, in, in America, again, there are places in, in some of these offshore pharmacies you could probably get it. Um, and and you got to make your own decisions about purity, timing, and cost. And, and these are things everyone needs to decide on their own. Um, and I know you you know we, we've been in discussion about you know broadening to some other uh, drugs as well that that have have a degree of uh, potential efficacy against this virus that you might be putting online. It's definitely an interesting idea, and um, it seems to be working for most people. There is an F and Q page, obviously, for people to see some of the any limitations. Um, and of course, you could always email me at dharwitz at blazemedia.com. Uh, Tim has been terrific about getting back to me and troubleshooting anyone who has issues with the website or anything like that. Um, any clo- closing thoughts before we sew this up? You know, I, I think all of us just want uh, this pandemic to go away. And God bless everyone uh, that's listening out there. And I hope that you do check out the site, 7 Yep, And, that is and don't at- forget the code, Daniel. Code Daniel, and then that is seven. You got to spell out seven. Seven and cells is with a C, as in white blood cells. Think biology, think medicine. Sevencells.com, promo code Daniel. Um, that was Timothy Chung of Seven Cells Pharmacy. We are out of time. We're going to have a special guest on tomorrow. Again, dharwitz at blazemedia.com is the, we- is the um, email at armconservative on Twitter. Uh, we'll have some more important columns at Bla- at the Blaze. Always check out my columns. Give us a five star rating at iTunes. Save a life. Make sure everyone you know has access um, to life saving treatment. If this is the way you believe you want to go about treating this, which I know a lot of you do, um, we're just trying to help. Um, no one is making a ton of money off of that. I could tell you that. Tim, thanks so much. Till tomorrow. God bless you all, and thank you for listening. <laughs>